You're listening to a podcast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach, and Cam for Joy 94.9. Just watching Kimberly Cabello make out with Sean Mendes on Instagram. It's very it alluring. So <laughs> alluring? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is like a deliberately bad kiss. That, that was the sound effects that comes with it. <laughs> So we had a party on Saturday night, a bit of a Christmas bash uh, for Checkpoint, our other uh, radio show. And Cam, you were invited, of course, you mm-hmm. know, yep. one of the lead producers of Checkpoint. Yes. And um, it was funny because during the day we had about, you know, 12 people attending. And then on the Saturday itself, it sort of, it started to... It always does. Drop off. You know, it whittles people, away. <laughs> people all of a sudden have a reason not to come. You know, it was like one person said, oh, I've been at work all week and I'm just so tired. Okay. Someone else, I've been at work all day. I'm exhausted. I just can't make it in. I'm falling asleep. Okay. And then someone else, I'm really sick at the moment. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we had like three cancellations just like that in a space of like two hours or thereabouts. So we're at this party and there's maybe, you know, eight of us there and we're sort of going, okay, people have cancelled. Okay, sure, no worries. It's, you know, low numbers, but that's cool. More food for us, whatever. And then we knew that Cam was coming later because he didn't have the car yet. And so I got to about 7 o'clock and Cam messaged and said, hey, guys, I'm leaving now. Do we need anything else? If not, I'll just come now. No, all right, on my way. And so we're like, great, Cam's on the way. We've already had a message in and this is very important to insert now, okay? Someone has sent in Michael Jackson eating popcorn gif. So They're ready for a show. They are ready. <laughs> and here's for the thing, right? So story. you so you messaged Cam and you said, mm. "I'm I'm leaving now." Yeah. Uh, big declaration, you know, which didn't need to happen, but you did it anyway. You know. I wanted to see if you guys needed anything. Sure. Okay. Uh, and so anyway, <laughs> an hour and a half passes, and we're like, it's like eight o'clock, and we're like, "Well, Cam's not here yet. He left over an hour ago." And we're like, "Well, he's in Frankston. It takes a bit of time to get to the city." We'll so, give him okay. three more. Not that long, okay. but yep. So yeah, well, so we're like, it's been an hour. And I said, "Oh, maybe he's still on the way." So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Anyway, let's start cooking some food. It's a bit late. It's like eight fifteen. Like he's still not here. I wonder if he's okay. And then it was eight thirty uh, when Cam messaged and basically said, "I should read it out, shouldn't I?" Really? Yes. I should you read should. the message out specifically so we get the the full context of what happened. Um, so, so Cam, feel I'm your, interested so in this angle here. So we can your judgment. So Cam messaged, 8.45 it was, sorry, Ooh. and said, and I'm home again. My car died on Eastlink and I've had to get it towed back to Frankston. Have a good night. Sorry. <laughs> I think the have a good night bit was just like... At 8.45. Mic drop. And so I, 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 I mean, got that message and Edie, who was at the party, who hosted it at her house. She was like, oh, no, like Cam's had this thing happen. Like his car's broken down. And I just went, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I, I, I believed it. But a little part of me was like, well, I mean, 8.45? Like an hour and 45 minutes after you'd left, we get this message saying, oh, I'm home and not coming. And I just thought... It's a long time there that I can't account for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe you weren't that keen on coming to the party and maybe the car thing was like an elaborate hoax. Okay, cool. And I would love for to it come. to be an elaborate hoax because my uh, my bank balance definitely would love it to be an elaborate hoax he as well. He was just too busy sobbing on the side of the road to well, send you an update. And that was the thing. Like I got home and just went, oh, oh God, yeah, right. I, I haven't let them know. If I was on the way to hang out with some good friends and that happened and I had my phone on me, 
I imagine you would have had adequate time to message and say, hey, guys, this has happened. I don't, and that's what I thought. I, just I thought, don't want to be a bad guy here, but I honestly didn't give you guys a second thought. Yeah. And so, you know... If, I was so freaked out about the car and then everything that came with the idea of not having the car, that's what freaked me out, and I forgot that you existed until yeah. I got home and went, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, standing on the side of the road waiting with your phone, you know, mm-hmm. driving home, being driven home by somebody else who's towing your car, sitting there... With your phone in your hand. Crying. At, I just thought at some point in that hour and 45 minutes, mm. a message to, to let us know what was going on is what I would have done, or mm-hmm. I think I would have done. And that's why I thought, you know, there was some holes in this, okay. in this story. Well, it didn't. I didn't message you, and uh, that's all I've got for it. <laughs> but it made me think, you know, people do come with, like, pretty elaborate excuses sometimes to not go to events. Oh, look, let's be honest. If I was, if I was in your position, I 100% would have been like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I thought maybe, maybe this is an elaborate ruse to get out of coming and hanging out. So I just thought, uh-huh. what, are, what are some of the excuses that you've heard? Some of the best or biggest excuses that you've heard when someone's cancelled on an event that you've, you know, been a part of or that you've hosted? Because um, I've heard some great ones over the years. And I think it's made me really sceptical of, of humans in general. I mm. think that's where it comes from. It's not your fault. Oh, no, there's it's, so many you hear. It's just so many. What are some of the elaborate excuses you've heard for people to not come to a social gathering or to an event? I'm doing a face thing because I'm thinking of something. Yeah. Monday is here. Uh, but don't worry, Luke, Rach and Cam are here to make those working week blues go away. It's Big Breakfast on Joy. You're on Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam and Luke is calling me a liar. Well, <laughs> I just have trust issues. <laughs> I think, and it stems from a history of people cancelling with, you know, shitty excuses. Yes. And, you know, we had this party Saturday night that, um, you know, I was helping sort of host, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And... We already had three cancellations that day. People that were sick or tired or not up for it, whatever. And they're, to me, they're really lame excuses as well. You know, I'm really tired from the work week. I'm like, mate, same. I <laughs> but I am here anyway. In defence of people who were working tired, if they're working in retail, it was Black Friday weekend, which has turned into a disgusting weekend. But I mean, at the same time... We booked this in a month yeah. ago, so plan your life around it a little bit. You know, like, don't just, oh, I'm tired from work. Like, you would have known a month ago you were probably going to work that week. Maybe pace yourself a little bit. You know, I don't know. Mm. For me, I just don't buy into the whole, oh, I'm tired, I can't come. It's like, well, you probably just don't want to. Because if you yeah. really wanted to, even though you were tired, you would still make an effort and mm-hmm. just come for a little bit at least, not just cancel completely. And it just got me thinking because you had your car breakdown. Yes. Uh, on the way to the party. And you were suspicious. And I, Well, you didn't message for like two hours. So yeah. I thought, well, it just seems a bit suspect. Mm-hmm. The way it went down seemed a bit... Not how mm. I would have handled it, and it made me question you for a minute. Mm. <gasps> to which we then, uh, Joe, during the break, you and I both revealed that if I had actually been trying to avoid it, I have a go-to for avoiding events, which now is out there in the world. I'll need to come up with something else. Um, but you and I have both done something similar in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of our partners are diabetic. Yes. And so we do sometimes play the diabetes card. We've used them to get out of things. It's like, oh, I can't come, you know. The diabetes. They're just feeling really low right now because of the diabetes. The best one is people who don't understand diabetes. He's like, it's the diabetes. And they just go, oh, okay. Oh, no. It's it's an illness. Like, ah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a a good go-to. 
in fairness, if I ever needed to get out of something, I'd just tell people I've injured myself and it would be 10,000% believable. Yeah. No one would question me. Well, most time you actually have too. Yeah, so let's, I mean, let's be fair. I yeah. probably have actually injured myself. I have been... Also, my cat's hand isn't moving again, so I'm probably going to oh, die this you're going to die. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's not the first time someone has thought... That I was making something up to avoid something when it had actually happened because I once had to cancel on a thing after a car backed into me. And they're like, a car backed into you? I'm sure. And I'm like, at the hospital, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. Yeah, it did. You did a selfie in the hospital to show. Yeah. Like, I should have sent you pictures from the side of the road. You should have, like, actually. Here I am on the side of the road. And I would have been Crying. like, yeah, you pulled over. How elaborate. Like, you know. I've, I've literally, I've driven, hard, I've driven for 20 minutes, gotten some photos, gone back in and come back. <laughs> you know, rather than go the extra 20 minutes. I even saw you post on Twitter about how you were like staring into a field instead of coming. And I was yeah. like, well, yeah, he's covering all bases, isn't he? He's putting it on Twitter to make sure. Uh, that's like, uh, <laughs> look, I tweeted about it. It's real. Uh, we did get a message through. Uh, they said, not really elaborate, but we had a mate who for weeks organised to come over for dinner. Afternoon beforehand, uh, we worked together at this time. I received a message stating they forgot they had a Tinder date. I appreciate the honesty, but would have preferred an elaborate excuse compared to that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, that's fair, though. One of my... Also, how long have you been talking to this person on Tinder that yeah, weeks. weeks beforehand you've made a dinner date with your friend, but now you're going on this Tinder date well, that you I reckon Tinder date had. came up like Tinder the day date before. was like the day before. Yeah, and they like just day wanted... Off. And they're like, oh, I forgot. I forgot to make time I forgot break. to cancel your yeah. plans to go <laughs> on the Tinder. I had, at the time, my best friend, not anymore, um, left my 21st birthday before their speech was due to be done. And, like, I'm like, why are you going? He's like, oh, this is really good hookup that's, like, a 10-minute drive from here. So I'm just going to go spend the night with him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, when I... Like, at least say that you've got diarrhea or something. Like It's coming out both uh, ends. And I just know, stood there just like, you, you're now. supposed to do a speech. No, I can't. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, but just pick someone else. And I was standing there going, um... A little part of me respects that, though. Because, like, I was out in Sydney with a friend who I work with and we were out drinking. We planned this night out. We're like, a big night out. We're going to go out all night. And we're going to drink, have a great time, rah, rah, and hang out. And I got to, like, you know, 9 o'clock and he was like, oh, I'm going to go. And I was like, where are you going? He's like, oh, I'm just tired. And I was like, you're getting dick, aren't you? He was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Go on, fly, my pretty. Go get that D. Like, I was like, enjoy. <laughs> you know, at least I understood. So yeah, when I when I called him out on it, he was like, "Well, at my twenty first, you would have gone and gotten D if anyone wanted to give it to you." And I'm like, "Oh, oh wow, cool. <laughs> that's a great conversation." <laughs> so not only do you leave, but you slut change on the way out. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. This has been a Joycast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam for Joy 94.9. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher.